Hey everybody, I need you to know this is not an investment advice podcast, okay? The host's goal is simply to unravel some of the mystery of what the stock market is and how it works, but not how to invest in it, all right? Now that being said, enjoy the show. Well, as my mother used to say, invest like no one's watching. To the paper jam. Yeah, let's do the paper jam. To the paper jam. Nothing's real, the money's fake. To the paper jam. I said to the paper jam. To the paper jam, oh baby, to the paper jam. Welcome to the Paper Jam Podcast, a show where every single week we randomly move our fake money from one stock over to the next one. My name is Mike Morris. I'm joined by my co-host, Kennedy Gray. Hello. Hey, Ken, we talk sometimes about how we have unedited footage uh, footage of these shows uh, when the, when the, on the video on the Patreon. Are they going to see all the stuff that we just did before this where we kind of did it and then stopped and checked? I suppose so, yeah. If this is an episode that's going to be uncut on the Patreon. Uncut. Deleted yeah. scenes. Yeah, mostly what we cut is <laughs> like <laughs> truly boring tangents about like grilled yes. cheese. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That like you could just feel like the energy go. And uh, yeah, I guess I just, <laughs> uh, like, no, I, li- I like, I guess I just like grilled cheese. There was one episode we did one time. It was, <laughs> it was not a video, but you were like, uh, I had to cut out like, we talked about macaroni and cheese for like 15 minutes. <laughs> and it wasn't uh, good. It was, yeah, I, who knows? But anyway, well, Ken, uh, I'm excited to be here with you today. Um, I like this part of uh, I like this part of the post New Year start because New Year's resolutions and things already kind of start slipping. Mm-hmm. I I wanted to do like a dry, not a dry January, a dry like after I came back from my little vacation. Um, I've been doing very very well, but but almost every day I'm like, am I just gonna stop this? Am I, <laughs> I do I just not care? Um, you've been vegan since. January 1st? That's correct. And uh, Is this a resolution thing or you just I was just a I used to be I was vegan for like 4 years, vegetarian for 6 and uh meaning there's an overlap there, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I um, I often associate you with being either vegan or vegetarian even though you have not for a very long time now. Yeah. Uh well, no, I suppose I've only been fully back on meat for about a year and a half. When I stopped uh when I stopped drinking, I went back on meat. I said if I can't have the beer, I'm going to have the wings. I I I do feel like that's a great compromise. And I, you know, I but I just felt myself being like, you know, I want to like clean it out, tighten it up. Yeah. And Los Angeles, if you want a place where it's easy to be vegan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single goddamn place has a vegan version. It could be total garbage. I went to a place where they have wings. And it's great great wings and they're like we also have vegan wings i was like oh awesome i bet they're great and i got cauliflower that was not even fully cooked through wait what it was just like cauliflower <laughs> wings and i went to like cut into it and like my knife like <laughs> hit a hard like what cauliflower wasn't <laughs> it cooked was, oh, through. oh it they were like, disgusting or they were they, good they, it was raw cauliflower like fried it wasn't like soft oh oh, oh, oh. so it didn't taste like the texture of chicken, it just tasted like a hard piece of broccoli. Like a hard, sharp, yeah, broccoli on a <laughs> yeah. plate. Anyways, yeah, but no, I've been vegan now for, uh, uh what's today's date? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Watch you, like, touch your watch and nothing happened. I have the uh, time, not the date. It's, uh, uh it's January 15th. 15 days. All right. And do you feel better? 
Uh, yeah, I think so. I've lost uh, lost a little bit of weight. I feel can you better. look great? Oh, thank you. I think uh, I've noticed though that if I eat the same amount that I used to eat, I feel woozy because I'm not like getting quite enough like protein. I need to make sure that like with vegan stuff, I eat like enough like nutrient dense stuff yeah, yeah, to yeah. like satisfy. Is this interesting? Yes, it is. I like I'm I you got me on you got me by the hooks. You know, I'm curious. I'm always fascinated by this stuff. I'm I'm nervous about I I think I talk about this too much, but like I'm just obsessed with like extremes and I do like I do like Los Angeles that people are like, I'm doing this thing where I only drink apple juice every day for 10 days and flush my body out. Not necessarily that. That's not a real thing, but like I like, I like the dramatic. Oh, the, you've tried the Mott's cleanse. The, the Mott's cleanse. <laughs> my body is mostly sugar, and I'm just peeing poop out of my. Okay, I feel uh, very sick. <laughs> but, no, but like I like the idea of drastic changes of and of of I want to feel it in my body. That's why it's like. Uh, I often have the, I do, I do, I feel like I'm always doing like these weird sober thirties and it's like, but it doesn't actually change your lifestyle. It just, you just do the same thing. I'm like, that's not what I'm in it for. Like, I know I could maybe just drink on the weekends. It's not like, I want to feel, I want to stop so I can feel my body feel differently. I want the dramatics. I, I, I've always been curious about a vegan lifestyle or mm. even a vegetarian lifestyle. My, my, my problem is, is I would be, I would like to try it. I just still have an immature part of my brain that's like, but vegetables are too yucky. But uh, there's so many meats that I'm just sometimes oh. like, I don't even know if I like chicken. Yeah, that that part of it, that was kind of it for me is that like my meat consumption had gotten to a point where I was just eating like gross, cheap chicken. Yes. And I was like, this doesn't, but this doesn't taste good. Yes. And then I would eat like, uh, like a nice prepared like roast broccoli and be like, this does taste good. Better. Roast broccoli is king in my head. With garlic? Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, baby. A little bit of lemon. Come on now. If you're feeling crazy, a little bit of Parmesan. Uh, you are just taking the words out of my... That's like the big thing that we do in my house. Um, broccoli is, Caesar? Not broccoli Caesar. Is that a thing? I You can just... It, I've seen recipe... There was this restaurant in Boston that grilled broccoli on like a charcoal grill and then tossed it in Caesar dressing. And it was so fucking really? good. Really? I don't yeah. know what happened with broccoli. I don't know who like the PR team for broccoli is, but talk about like my... my an underdog story. My like most hated thing to like my favorite thing in the world. Same agent as Zendaya. Uh, um? Broccoli. What? Broccoli is the same agent as Zendaya. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Zendaya? I mean, they're both... Zendaya? Zendaya. Zendaya, they're both. They're don't both. At me. <laughs> don't don't at me, please at me for Christ's sake. I need a little attention here. They, yeah, they both have the same manager. They are both in everything these days. But I love. I if you guys are like, I don't like vegetables. Do me a favor and go home and get some chop up some broccoli and put some olive oil, salt and pepper, and like maybe some garlic on it. Um, roast it and then maybe like maybe put a little Parmesan cheese on it and tell me you don't like vegetables. Thoughts? Uh, uh, okay, I want to back up the train slightly. No. Okay. Yes. Okay. So roasting <laughs> oh. roasting vegetables. I want to answer the question. I don't want to sidestep it. Roasting vegetables will make you like vegetables more. Yes. I think so much of the vegetables we ate. Well, we've definitely discussed this. This we, feels uh, hey, very familiar. Yeah, yeah. It's like steamed, steamed vegetables, carrots, gross. <laughs> Microwave bag. Steamed of- no seasoning. <laughs> Broccoli. What's Fuck the, that. Would you know the it's name? It's wet now. What's the brand of frozen vegetables that's blue and has the white and red <laughs> yeah. label? Oh, oh, uh, uh, uh I, I don't know. But I don't know. I ruined my childhood. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, steamed. It's like why? Why is it steamed? I like. 
I, Ken, you got me a great cookbook for Christmas. I've been reading it and loving it so, so much. Really? That's great. Yeah, and it, it talks a lot about like your your flavor profiles that you enjoy. And it's just like, just eat the stuff that you enjoy. Like, take note. If you don't like when vegetables are soft, don't make soft vegetables. <laughs> roast, I love when you can roast broccoli and it gets like cr- a little yes. crispy and crunchy. Like, sign me up. It's good stuff. But Ken. You don't love wet vegetables? <laughs> no. Uh, Hold on. I want to just quickly back yeah, yeah, up yeah, the yeah. train. One second, one second, one second. Back, back, uh, back it up. Back, back. I, I keep saying back up the train. Is that a thing? Yeah. All right. Your train is going past the station. You're like, stop. We got to go back. I got to get have back. Have you ever up. seen a train reverse? <laughs> I, I, I've seen, yes, I have seen a train I back up flipping You've and reverse. You've seen a guy on the Q train stick his head out the window. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking like, like 20 cards. Uh, no, oh! I, I want to say that veganism isn't just vegetables. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am realizing with veganism that I, it's when I first went vegan, it was because like a, I like was full like ethical convert and I wanted to try something new. Now that I'm doing it solely out of like, you know, I want to go back and see, retry this again. I like it, but I think I'm going to roll back to being vegetarian, but I just have to be, uh, but because veganism is like slightly too extreme. I don't know if I want to eat meat as much anymore, um, but, but it's not just vegetables. There's lots of good, lots of Asian food, lots of Mexican food, lots yeah, of yeah, Indian yeah. food, and especially, food especially is huge. in Los Angeles, you can go get Monty's, you can go get Mr. Charlie's on Mel in like West Hollywood, which is a vegan McDonald's and it tastes yeah. like McDonald's. There's ton, there's tons of vegan junk food. So, um, I think you just have to approach it as not going to be the same as what you ate, but like a different genre of food. Where are you getting the protein in? Go quick. Where am I? Okay, so I wake up, I have either avocado toast or peanut butter on toast. Fuck For yeah. lunch, I will have a sandwich with uh, like a seitan deli meat or like a salad. A deli meat. And then for dinner, I'm usually doing some sort of like um, hot bean or uh, stir fry or something like that with tofu. Nice. I love that. Yeah. Well, Ken, maybe I'll join you on one of these one days. But this isn't a show where you're trying to convert all of us to be vegetarian I, vegans. It's not. You, yes, you are. It's you're not. trying. You're trying. Yeah, wait. What the hell even is this show in case no one's ever listened? Well, I think around a year and a half ago, we started with ten thousand dollars of fake money in a paper trading platform, and every single week we randomly move it from one stock to the next. Last week our money was in Verizon. Good. And this week our money is in No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you ever forget what the company is as you're rolling? I know, I know. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I know! FedEx. Wilson! Now you, Wilson! Brought, you brought up Castaway. I haven't seen that movie. It's insane to me that you have not seen that movie. I have not. Where were you? Like, I feel like everyone's parent at our age no. made them watch that movie. It's, it, was, it was awesome. I, my family, like, we Hates Hanks. We didn't watch... A lot of movies? Uh, you know, we didn't watch a lot of new... Uh, as I think about it, movies were a fraught subject in my household. Because we could never get my mom to sit down to watch a movie. <laughs> she always had something else to do. And so going to the movies or seeing a movie is something I did with my dad a lot. And he generally showed me old movies he liked. Yeah. Or like weird comedies. Yeah. Like, or we'd go to Blockbuster and I would just get to pick the movie. And I, as a 
10 year old would never pick Castaway. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we watched like Mystery Science Theater and Steve Martin movies and yeah. Monty Python. And I never saw anything that came. I like didn't consume any like, <laughs> popular media that came like out. Like Back between, to the Future. Like, that was another my mom was like, we're oh, watching I love this. that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, that seems like a movie your family would like. Anything that came out between like 92 and 90. Eight, I didn't see or like. Do I you was, think you know anything about like how much do you know about Castaway? I in my head for some reason like one of the most famous movies of all time. I think I know enough culturally. It's about a guy who's a FedEx worker. Don't know how he ends up in the ocean, but ends up in the ocean <laughs> on an island. Wife thinks he's dead. Holds funeral. Remarries. He starts living a life on the island. Eventually gets saved. Shows back up to the wife's house, and he's. She's remarried. You know a lot more than you know a good amount. Do you know the big, the big iconic cinema ending? No. All right. Then we're gonna have to watch this movie. We're gonna have to talk oh, a lot more on, about it. Tell gotta, me. You know I'm not gonna let you off the hook just that easy. You gotta <laughs> commit to Robert Zemeckis through three hours. Zemeckis? Movie. Yeah, it's Zemeckis and Hanks. Back man. to the Future and Castaway. This guy just only makes classics. He only makes hits, hits on hits on and hits. He made that really strange. You know film what else? With Steve Carell. What one? Did he make a film about a little toy soldier? <laughs> <laughs> that thing yeah i did not see that thing did he make gump too he made gump dude he went right from gump to castaway <laughs> yeah can you imagine you, you got that gump money and now you're like hey tommy let's do it again to me um bubba gum shrimp company is one of the <laughs> strangest spinoffs from yeah, a film in history i don't understand it we should have a, a friend of ours uh on the show who famously worked at the bubba gum shrimp in Times square for what i feel I like i know who you're talking about yeah yeah she I don't think she hated it. I think no. she, she did it for a long time. Yeah. I always, I was always curious about that. Um, yeah, but I don't understand why they're they're everywhere. I mean, like, do you know about like the? Oh, you've seen Forrest Gump, right? I've seen Forrest Gump. Do you love it? Yeah, oh, I heard there's so a, I heard there's a crazy novel sequel where he does gets into like Forrest Gump essentially gets into more of history and it's weirder. There, well, I don't know if there's a sequel, but there's a. The original Forrest Gump is based on a book. It's a book. And in the book, he like goes to like space and shit. Like he like he's like an astronaut at one point. Yeah. I don't know. But maybe we should read that in our book club. Okay. <laughs> As I said, one on episode a year. <laughs> Did we say that? Yeah. On the on the Patreon, we'll do a I book club so. episode one. We've all we one just, episode a year. We've been reading like a goosebumps book this entire year and just can't seem to get through it. <laughs> um Ken. Uh, so Keep FedEx. stopping to look at the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Every seven words. <laughs> Spooky. Now that's a, uh, we have a thesaurus. Um, but Ken, uh, I'm curious. So we're, we invested in FedEx this week. And I actually, FedEx is an interesting company. I've, I had kind of a lot of fun looking into it. Um, so, but I have a couple of questions. So what I, let's just start with like, what is your relationship with FedEx right now? Um, you know, I don't think I used FedEx as a sh- a shipment company. I can't even think of the last time I did. I, I, but what I do know, I think is that I've been to FedEx Kinko's to like, yeah. Uh, print stuff or to buy supplies or to get shipment materials. Cause there was a FedEx, there's a FedEx Kinko's on off exit eight in Am- Amherst. Okay. It's over by uh, where the market basket is and the Chipotle and uh, and the Five Guys is and the Whole Foods, you know. Yeah, yeah, strip. yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, the local New Hampshire geography for everyone. <laughs> yeah, they, Mike, they, they people love this. Mike and I now share two geographies: Los Angeles and New Hampshire. And New Hampshire. Um, yeah, no, but I pretty much shipped everything with UPS or USPS. 
Um, FedEx, not so much. I think it's the place where like FedEx is probably the place I went. Uh, if at the time maybe Staples, like when you were a kid and you had to get like something spiral bound for yeah, y- yeah, young yeah. authors. Yeah, <laughs> young uh, young authors. Like you can be on like when you have like a presentation due. Didn't you do that? Did your school have young oh, authors? Yeah. Where oh, no. Year, where, what is e- that? Every year you had to write a book. No. Really? It wasn't like a book book, but like w- one through one through five every year you wrote like a a children a book written by children so it is a children's book length it's like 20 pages oh no with pictures and images and like you wrote a 20 page book or everybody wrote like one page of this 20 page book in your class no everyone like <laughs> wrote like it was a whole, you know very handheld type project but like the lizard gets ice. the kid could do whatever he wants like the lizard gets ice cream <laughs> yeah the yeah, name yeah. of mine is yeah the- i need to know what yours were <laughs> is the magic of the theater. Uh, okay, moving on. We've got... <laughs> I'll show it to you. I what, have it somewhere. Was it real? Was it you were just like something about... You don't need a cellular phone when those lights hit you on stage. No, it's about a kid who goes to the movie theater and bring buys his... Oh, the fa- movie theater. Buys his favorite treats, which are a Sprite and an apple, and gets sucked into the movies. So oh! I just drew a bunch of pictures of like a kid like in scenes in movies. Be like, then I was in the Grinch. Then I was podcast racing. Podcast. Podcast <laughs> racing. There we go. Pod racing. I'm in it, even though we're not friends yet. Then I was in Mortal Kombat. It was just me like drawing all my favorite movies. This sounds like a blockbuster. It sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty decent. It's like a... a it's like a better Ready Player One. I was just about to say, puts yeah. Ready Player One to fucking shame. I, uh, I've been talking to so many people. I've been referencing our conversation. Um, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, my, my opinions about Fableman. Did we oh. talk about this on the show or after the show? That you don't want to see it because you just think it's too baby? I was like, I'm just like, I just can't <laughs> sit there for 35 minutes and watch like a baby Steven Spielberg with like, uh, with like <laughs> rolls of film. I keep telling people, they're like, did you see Fableman? I'm like, this is what I feel. And I told my friend Kenny and he's like, I was like, I don't want to see him for a half an hour just looking at film. And you're like, yep, that's kind of what it is. <laughs> like, It gets good. There's a big ending. Um, but it's now creeping up on me because we also have a friend who's always like, I like to see all the Oscar movies. How do you feel about that? A good friend of ours is always like, I always like to see every Oscar movie and then before the awards. Do you not care? I have such a hard time watching any fucking Oscar movie. I just like there's something about movies that I I can. Someone please help me. Yeah. yeah. My brother's just saying he's like, I hate movies. He's like, why can I watch eight episodes of The Office and not watch a movie? A a two hour movie. There's something about. I don't know. There. Maybe you feel this way, because I know some of my friends feel this way, which is like, I'm really worried that at the end of two and a half hours, I'm going to have hated it. And then my day is wasted. It's such a long, but... But do you like going to the movie theater? That you do, right? Well, for Moira's birthday, I got her and I AMCA list memberships. Oh, great gift. Yeah, she loves, because she loves movies, and she's all, she's always she wants to see movies. Yeah. And for me, the big impedance is like, I don't want to fucking drive to the Grove and pay yeah, thirty dollars yeah, yeah. a ticket. It's like, well, you pay twenty five bucks a month, and you just fucking see as many as you want. Yeah, I that's a really great. So my friend got AMC A list as a Christmas gift, and I was like, that's the way that I wanted. I like, it's a great gift to get. It's like kind of a lot for. But like, we'll if you go more than months. once, if we don't like, it, we'll cancel it. No, a hundred percent. No, it's, it's really not that much, especially if you do like going to the movies. But I'm like, I'd like to get it as like a gift, as like someone like or win on the radio, like six free months of, of AMC A list. Um, win it on the radio. That's what I, my my brother said that once about Drake tickets. He's like, I would love to go to a Drake concert, but I would only want to like win tickets on the radio. I don't want to pay any. I would never pay for those tickets, but if I won them on the radio, I'd be very happy. 
can I have, I have another uh, FedEx question for oh, you. Oh, yeah, right, FedEx. Um, do you know about the hidden image in the logo? Yes. Okay. You, you, you see it. Do you see it every time you look at it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was on the bus with this kid one time when I was in third grade or something like that, and he was like, you know about the hidden thing and the FedEx thing? And I was like, no. And he was like, look at it, because like, we were driving by when he's like, look at it, because when I tell you, you will never be able to not see it. And I remember looking so hard trying to figure it out. I was like, I can't see it. And then when he showed me the, there's an arrow that is in the, in the ex. Oh yeah. Uh, let me hold it to the camera. I'll there. tell you, I I'll once you see that arrow, you ain't never looking back. Uh, you see that arrow every single time. I Federal Express. Forget about it, and it brings me joy every time I re-see it. Uh, I never forget. I see I, that kid's voice is in my head. I don't remember what his name was. But it's just like I mainly just see the arrow. I, I remember there was a whole, um, when I was in a, a business school, if you're playing bingo, please. You <laughs> Get your bingo card. Uh, we got to put that on the page on the bingo card. Keep going. One of the things that excited me was seeing the creativity in uh, uh, marketing. I was like, oh, there is like a creative world of marketing. And specifically, like if you look at like, if you Google negative space logos, there's more than just FedEx, but like logos have all kinds of creative stuff, like just stuff like that. Oh and, my. You know. Um, what the hell was that? <laughs> I don't know. Just various things that are like, oh wow, look at that use of negative space. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's nifty. Yeah, I it's think pretty nifty. <laughs> I do think it's interesting. I saw, but. I, you know, it reminds me of the time that I really wanted to be in advertising. And then all yes. of a sudden, the time I really didn't want to be in advertising. I, you being in advertising was such a thing. It was, it came in so hot and it was like the Dunkin' Donuts ad. It was all great. And then all of a sudden you're like, I'm not doing that anymore. I, I do not. I do not <laughs> like that. Uh, yeah. You see me like wanting to press buttons. I'm, I'm getting over that. My, what is your experience with FedEx? I, I think that FedEx, like it's a big part of, um, like it's, it's always been around, but I, like, I always felt like it was something that was not for me. I felt like it was for businesses or for, yeah. the, you know what I mean? Like, Is that what it's for? I mean, I guess we'll figure it out later. We're going to figure it out in the second half, baby. Don't you worry about that. Um, but yeah, so I mean, yeah, I always felt like it was like more of like a business thing or something that like, it was not quite for me, but, um, but that it was, it was this impressive thing that like, I don't know. I always had a, an idea in my head. Cause I think I asked a parent at one point about it. I was like, What's the difference between like the mail and FedEx? It's like FedEx is a private business, whereas yeah. the mail, it's like. And I, I have a little more insight for this in the second half, but it it, it always just felt like it was something for me. Um, I also am curious about how much how much time do you spend? When's the last time you went to the post office? Uh, for uh, for Christmas, um, you send out Christmas cards. Uh, no, 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 shipping gifts to my family because now my family's oh, well, back well. on the East Coast. Yeah, 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 and. Sometimes I'll just like buy something and have it shipped directly to yeah. my parents and be like, heads up, something's coming. Something's coming. <laughs> but for this year, uh, I was, yeah, we went to we went to UPS to try and ship something to my brother who lives in London. Yeah. And they told us it was going to be $600 to $800. Really? Why? I, I don't know. And they said, but if you go to USPS, it's like 80 bucks. And I was like, how is that? possible i don't understand any of that stuff. i guess you're literally renting space on a plane when you use ups as opposed to usps has some sort of arrangement i don't know i do ship uh, I, there was a period in my life uh the past five mm, pre-pandemic like a year leading up to the pandemic to during the pandemic 
I really did like a spring cleaning of stuff I didn't need anymore. I really, yeah. especially like I collect a lot of bits and bops and doodads, and <laughs> musical gadgets, my Funko Pops, and my. I just had a lot of like random bullshit, like old video game systems and just books. And I, over the pandemic, just like sold a bunch of stuff. And so yeah. I was just kind of constantly going to UPS and like. And there was a oh, selling stuff like on eBay and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, eBay, Reverb, uh, Craigslist, you know, uh, <laughs> the wanted pages. Whoa! I the classifieds. The classifieds. <laughs> the classifieds. I had a little extra booty. Had to get it off the rack. Hey, shut this off. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have such a more complicated relationship with the mail than I do. I, I haven't like bought a stamp. I actually did just buy stamps the first time maybe years. The I other day. almost never used. Uh, How much USPS? do you think a stamp costs? Uh, 10 cents? <laughs> I looked it up, but... Unless they're forever stamps. Aren't those more expensive? What are for, forever stamps? Forever stamps are stamps that are good. This was saying that the stamp was 52, now 57 cents, but I just don't believe that anymore. That makes sense, yeah. Um, I also looked it up, and on my last name it says, why does FedEx use the color purple? The psychology states that red represents the power of strength, power, and courage. Blue depicts professionalism. Purple is grape. Purple is grape. It's the red and blue, those things together. You got you got FedEx. Um, yeah, I, I just like don't the idea of mailing something gives me so much stress and anxiety that it's gonna be such a kerfuffle. There, I mean, there is I, when someone's sorry to cut you off. When someone no, <laughs> please, I was shut up. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> no, like when someone like my dad sometimes like we went home for the uh, we went home for a while a while ago for some reason. Amanda left her Apple Watch. I was like, shit, dad, I'm so sorry. Amanda left her Apple watch. He was like, oh, I'll just pop it in the mail tomorrow. And he like, I, you know, a couple of weeks later, like not, not even like a week later, a, a FedEx card thing came in the mail and her watch is in it. And I'm just like, anytime someone mails you something, it's like, oh, I'll mail your keys back to you. Like, I'm just like, oh God, I can't, thank you. Like you did so much work. Like in my head, it is such a big deal to mail somebody something. In my head, it takes hours of, of painstaking labor, and you got to get out of the house, and it's expensive. Maybe it's just not that way. You are correct that it's generally more expensive than you probably think it is. It's going to be at least ten dollars to mail someone something from New Hampshire to California, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you can just go with the object to FedEx or UPS and go. What should I put this in? Yeah. And you'll have to buy it from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like a box or a thing. Like, but I went to. I want to ship a book to my friend, and I just went to the UPS. I was like, "Do you have uh, something that this book could fit?" And he's like, "Yep, it's a dollar." Yeah. He grabbed it off the rack. He put it in. and He goes, "Where's it going?" And I just showed him a picture of the address, and he typed it in. And he, I just paid. See, that's how I feel like it should go, and I just like I just have this like anxiety fear of me walking in with like a book and being like, "What should I do with this?" Or like, "Oh my god, we have fucking idiot! We have, yeah, what are you fucking ten years old? Like, you need an envelope? Okay, okay, you need an envelope first. So go to the wall and get one of those. I'm like, okay, do you have any stamps? Oh my stamps! I did have that experience uh, at USPS. Really? What are you doing? It was like, embarrassing. Yeah, really. They were just like. Okay, well, you're gonna have to wrap it first. Like, you, you thought you'd just bring that dumb fucking book in here? What even is this book? They start reading it, and making fun of you. I, oh, I, God. I, I oh, printed, uh, I printed a, uh, a zine. I made a zine over. Oh yeah, quarantine. I remember that. That was cool. And I wrapped them in. I bought these like shipping bags that were like standard like magazine shipping bags, super cheap plastic. And I did it, and I was like, you know what? I'll pre, I'll pre. Uh, <laughs> 
I'll pre-print all of the, what do you call it? Uh, the mailing, like the stamps, like, so prepay, prepay for yeah, shipping. Yeah, yeah. So all I have to do is drop it off. And I walk in oh, line. I have, a, I have a stack of like 20 of them. And I just go, here you go. And he goes, these are all wrong. Oh. You can't ship it like this. This is for mail. This isn't mail. This is like something like it's first class uh, express. Uh, da, da, da. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. And he's like, fine, I'll do it. And he's <laughs> one by one. I'm like, no, please I'll do it. He goes, no, you already paid. Otherwise I'm trying to save you money. And be like, oh look, man, it's worth, it's worth the $20 for me to leave. Yeah. 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 He stood there and retyped in every address and reprinted it. And was uh. like, Everyone is, and this is like peak like pandemic. Like everyone is pissed. There's a line. Do you remember when there was the you, the lines for the post office were down the street? Yes, you remember yes. That? This is guy just absolute chaos. I kept trying to leave, and he was like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't do it this way." Like, or, but I have more than once been the UPS grabbed a thing, and they're like, "What are you shipping?" <laughs> oh my god. Don't touch that! <laughs> oh my god, please! Like, what is it that like? I, I maybe I must have like some trauma that I've I've forgotten about, like a time that I was screamed at at a UPS or a FedEx or something. Of just like, it just makes me feel like exactly like a grown up. I'm 30. A grown up. Like, don't touch! Like, what I, are you doing? I do think the difference between I could be wrong here, but the difference between something like FedEx and UPS because they're private, they are sort of like. Hey you man, can, come you, on in. You, you want to buy something? As long as it's not, as long as you're shipping something and not a crazy container. Yeah. As long as it's in a box or in a bag or like some sort of shipping vessel, they'll fucking ship it. And, yeah. And they'll just be like, you want to air ground insured or uninsured? If it's like uninsured, they're like, we'll put it in our truck. If it breaks, it's your fucking fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. USPS <laughs> has like four different versions of mail and like specific, you have to ship in their boxes because, so like they have a much more, if you're looking for stress, USPS is yeah, the yeah. cheapest, but they have the most rules. That's publicly owned or it's like public, <laughs> you know, it's government owned, whatever. Put it on the, do it like grabbing your thumb. Put the stamp <laughs> like this. Like I saw a woman in a UPS uh, when I was shipping that <laughs> book. She just had a cast iron pan in a, <laughs> in, in, in a, in a cardboard box. Um, and she's like, can I ship it like this? And he was like, I mean, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that USPS or UPS? UPS. Yeah. She just, sure. Whatever. He's like, I would suggest putting it like this. And I can give you, I mean, I can give you for, I'll like, if you want to pay a dollar, I'll give you some styrofoam, but like, yeah. you can fucking ship it like this if you want. I had, a, I got my dad so nicely as an engagement gift, got me and Amanda a, a cast iron skillet. And he mm. was like, that was a nice gift. He loves those. And he was like, the very, very nice note of like, Hey, I'm getting this to you guys. Like you guys are starting your life together. And this, this cast iron skill will last you for the rest of your life and you know, seasoning and all that shit. Whatever. Right. It was very nice. And I told Amanda, I was like, can I take this like in my checked bag? Like, I feel like I can't take this in my checked bag. And she was like, yeah, it's totally fine. Just do it. <laughs> and I went to my checked bag and I put it, uh, not my checked bag, in my carry-on bag. Oh, I yeah. went through TSA and the guy opens it up and said, sir, what made you think this would be okay? <laughs> And I was like, oh, I, I, I can't bring. He was like, no, you can't bring a frying pan on a plane. I mean, cut, why not? <laughs> I that's what I said. I was like, really? I thought it'd be okay. He was like, well, now a frying pan, maybe. But this thing is like, this is a, a cast iron skillet. You kill a pilot yeah, with that. Yeah, you kill a pilot with that. I'm scared you're going to kill one. I should bonk you upside down with this damn thing. So I had to like run back down and I had a checked bag and I was oh. like, did my checked bag go through yet? And they were like, we can maybe pull it out for you and put that. I'm trying to shove this dumb pan. The pan was great, but it was just that, that inferiority feeling of, sir, what the fuck made you think that this would be okay? I, 
I am Everybody like you. back. Oh, I'm crashing the damn thing down and no one's not talking to me. Anyway, not funny. We'll cut that out, but it'll stay in the video. What? No, no leave it why? in. Why? What's the problem with that? <laughs> What's the problem with me threatening to kill a pilot? Um, anyway, in my mind, I'm you, not threatening. In my mind, you weren't threatening the pilot. You were stay. You were standing <laughs> up in a seat, and yeah. like, give me my space. I want tomato juice, and you, know, I know you have it. That lady has a that lady has a as as a bloody Maria. I want one. I think I am like you. Well, maybe we differ. We're a lot more alike than you think, Ken. <laughs> we have the same DNA. No. <laughs> same coming in, sister. I've known your the grandmother greetings. for a long, long time. I think you and I are both pretty uh, conservative and afraid of uh, <laughs> companies and systems. Yes. Authority uh, like, figures. I, I think... You have an optimism, perhaps, about like, oh, it'll get there tomorrow, or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I never trust that anything is allowed at the airport or <laughs> yeah. allowed at like, and that's what I similarly that I'm gonna show up with a backpack, I'm gonna show up with a box, and they go, you can't fucking ship this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What were you thinking? A shipping stuff is expensive, though. I and it's just so stressful, in my especially. Head. Now that I live on the West Coast and everything has to go across country, like there's just a larger. The one time I sold a synthesizer to a guy in Russia, and I just did not know how much that cost. <laughs> and you had to pay for the shipping. And I lost. I ended up losing. I would say probably a oh. hundred bucks overall on like. You I, law. You went net down giving it. Oh God. Which sucks. But I was like, oh, this is how. It's too this, late now. This is how you learn. This is how you learn. But. uh I will say, have when I was selling a lot of stuff, people hate paying for shipping. Oh my god! People, I hate paying for shipping. Psychologically, hate paying for shipping. If you want to sell something online, just calculate whatever you think shipping is and put it in the price and put free shipping. Because I put it costs. It costs. Yeah, please go. It costs one hundred, one hundred to one hundred fifty dollars to ship a large fucking heavy rectangle from <laughs> West Coast yeah. to East Coast. If you put a keyboard in a box and you want to ship it in short to someone who lives in Los Angeles, it's like a hundred dollars. Yeah, and often I more than the thing that you're shipping. Consistently, consistently got angry dads being like, "It doesn't cost that much to <laughs> yeah. ship it. You're trying to." Fuck me on the shipping. <laughs> you want to fuck me? You are going to fuck me? It's like on Craigslist. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, no yeah. lowball offers. Yeah, no, no. What are you doing? You're shipped $100 for shipping. Yeah. I've shipped it before. <laughs> it costs $50, Mac. No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I shipped something. You, you, sir, that was 40 years ago. No, you cannot do this. <laughs> no lowballs. How dare you charge $150? I only want to pay. And then if you just put that price, if you put that cost into the price, free shipping, oh, free shipping. And, and, well, and then you put in all caps, free shipping. Oh, my God. Well, this is actually a steal if it's free shipping. Dude. But I do hate when you're shopping online and it's like, you're like, oh, this shirt's $15. Okay. And then you do the checkout. And it's like, well, tax and shipping. It's going to be like $45. And I was like, oh, God. When the first number jumps up, that's when I get mad. Yeah, I get so, so mad. If it's $31 and it jumps nice to and 42 Yeah. But 31 to 39 okay. Okay. But, but, but. But, 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 but,
the Paper Jam podcast so much, I just wish there was more of it. Mike, don't you know about the Patreon? The pub, 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 what now? The Paper Jam podcast has a Patreon. Patreon.com slash the Paper Jam pod. What the heck is that? Mike, that's a place where you'll find a backlog of 85 mini episodes plus uncut video versions of our main episodes. Wow, that sounds incredible. And it's not just that. What? Every single month we release an advice episode. It's over an hour long where we bring back one of your favorite guests and give life advice. That sounds incredible, Ken, but I'm a little tight on cash. What does this thing cost? A million dollars? Actually, it's $3.99 a month. That's just $3.99 a month. Well, go on down to patreon.com slash the paper jam pod and unlock all this fun. Help us support the show. And maybe if you're at it and you're on the internet, why not give the show five stars? Give the show five stars and do yourself a favor and enjoy the rest of the show. (laughs) Bye. What a wonderful break. That was such a good break. And if you're watching the video, good uh, chance to go see the Patreon. You can see how we goofed up. We goofed. And hey, that's all right. But we don't have to talk anymore about the Patreon because if I'm correct, there's a new little thing in the middle of our show talking about the Patreon. So we don't have to talk about it. We finally finally stop bothering you. uh, Or we can stop stop bothering ourselves, I guess. It's it's those guys. It's the break guys talking. They're too much. Different people. Different people. Characters. They're they're characters, if you will. Caricatures, honestly. I grew up in 19 (laughs) O'Believey. O'Believey. And it doesn't cost $45 to ship back. Oh. I shipped a Fender Stratocaster <laughs> from Ogunguit, Maine to Los Angeles <laughs> in 1961, and it only cost a jujubee. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen to me. I went to a, a concert one time that was all, like, little, like, probably, like, 14, 15-year-old girls. Like, me and my three dude friends went to see this singer-songwriter guy when, when I was in college, and we got there, and we were like, oh, this is, like, a teeny, like, this is, like, a teenage, like, a, almost like a Justin <laughs> Bieber show, but not nearly as big. It was a small, it was at the House of Blues in Boston. <laughs> we got tickets. We got there pretty early, and we wanted good seats, but we went up, and all these, like, 14-year-old girls were with their dads, like, these big dudes who were like, you're not gonna fuck me over and get past me to the front row, and I was like, shut up, bitch, and I was like, we passed. <laughs> they were like, so, but, and it was fine in the beginning, but then I went to the bathroom, and I had my fun friends in the in the front, no. I went to the bathroom to get a beer, and I came back and just hauled the dads together, crossed their arms, and, like, made a wall of, like, not getting past us and our daughters, and I was like, sir, I was here way before you, all my friends are up there, I'm not gonna just not go back to my spot oh that that moment but of also, leaving the concert and understanding that you'll have because i socially hate having to push through yeah uh, me too I, did i tell you about my time when i went to an lcd sound system lcd sound system concert in boston no so i where was it i of course at the aganis arena at boston university oh over by where the paradise rock club is yeah yeah and so you know, they started holding more concerts there, and uh, LCD Sound System, uh, a band of my generation. Yes, yes. Uh, but slightly, but also a band of people in my generation who are older than me, I believe. They De- have the, definitely, like way older. They have their roots of like people who were 20 in 2001, right? So like, or yeah. like something like that. Uh, and he's an older dude. Yeah, he's like 50. Yeah. Uh, so anyways. They're great, though. LCD Sound System, uh, a popular band amongst millennials. And when I was younger, it used to be a concert. Like when you go, it's a dance, it's a dance event. It's fun. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a big thing. And then I went to the, and I had seen them multiple times. And every time it was like a big fucking party, boogieing on the dance floor. And it was great, especially it's like it's like the general admission area was dancing. This time, 
LCD Sound System had just put out a new album and they've been gone for, <laughs> I don't even know, seven years or something. And at that point, their original fans are starting to be late 30s yeah. hipster dads. Not necessarily trying to shake their booty on the dance floor. And it was a sea of men <laughs> with glasses and dad hats, arm folded, no. age 37, standing, watching LCD sound system. And I tried to push through and they're like, dude, what are you doing? Come on. I was like, you old idiots <laughs> you old assholes you used to dance i like i'll yeah, show yeah, you yeah. do a video just this yeah 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 can i be you hold on hey oh <laughs> dude what are you doing i was just trying to get up the front i, I, I come on man oh what are you doing oh, all right fine. <laughs> Isn't I that, just like, isn't that humiliating? Fuck that. I, I also, I, for, well, first of all, yes, very, very humiliating. No matter what age you are, you could be 22 and be a dad and talk to me in a certain way that will really just put well, me in my place. Also, but, I, I, sorry, I just, I, now I'm on a, now I'm on no, a tear. No, no, go, go. I want to share. Go! One of the, I wanted, the most hipster thing that ever happened to me is that I loved Tame Impala before they blew up. Sorry, I'm a genius. Yeah, yes, you are a genius, I believe. But I had seen Tame Impala once. In Boston, and it was awesome. Yeah. And then I went I went to New I was in New York City and they had just released Currents. Yes. Just released Great that album. album. And friend of the pod, Caleb Wells, and I went to go see them at Terminal Five in New York City. Love that. And venue. this was their big break. And it is Terminal Five is a great venue in New York City. And I walked into the room and I was like, what is this? And it was a room yeah. full of like true to the definition, scenester, influencer, uh, like uh, had heard this is the new hit band B at this concert. Yeah. And it was people all taking videos of themselves uh, watching, jamming up the front row so if people couldn't, like fans couldn't go forward. And it was all people in like big wide brim hats and like uh, suits and like go and like clubbing outfits. Uh, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is like, I guess this is what happens. I just... A few thoughts on this. We'll get back to FedEx in a second. I feel, first of all, a side bit to myself is that I like that when I, I was not the like 15 year old kid who was like, let's dance. Neither was I. I was so intimidated to do that. And then uh, I, a, a little bit was open to dancing when we were in college. Like you and I, you came to Hartford one night and we, we hit the town and said we went dancing. Like we kind of boogied a little bit, but not really. When I went to New York and lived in New York, that was where I was friends with people who liked to go to bars with. And I was like, I hated it so much that I was like, look, there's no, the only way out of this is through. Yeah. And I started just being like embracing, just like being like, oh, we're going out dancing. Let's do it. And then learned how to have a really, really fun time. And then, as I've gotten older, I've gotten more comfortable with being like, who fucking care? Like, we're all just people. Let's just fucking dance and have fun. I love it. As I've gotten older, I continue loving dancing, like, out on the dance floor. And I think when you go to a concert like that, if you are going to be in the front row, I truly feel like you, unless, like, you paid for a certain row seat or whatever, if you're in the front row, like, you have an obligation at that show to set the tone as, like, yes. a front. Like, you don't get to sit and th be in the front and cross your arms and take no, it in. The, the band front, wants you to dance and have fun. and like Yes, the front row of the concert is for the raucous, yeah. moving, gyrating, seething horde of fans. Yes. And then the seats or the upper decks or the back are 
for the crossed arms. Yes. <laughs> for the crossed arms. It's Christ true. Sake. No, I know. When you get tired at a show, what do you do? You go get a drink at the bar, you stay in the back of the arms crossed, and you like, just oh, bob your wow. head. And then, yeah, and then you're, you're, you're dehydrating, you're slamming a beer, you're slamming a water, and you're, you look at the person next to you, you're like, oh, I got to get back in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that breath of fresh air. I know, and I was, I was talking to someone about this because uh, Amanda, is a, a good friend of ours, is like, hey, I randomly have two tickets to this Billie Eilish concert. Uh, I don't know if you like Billie Eilish. Amanda's like, like eh, who does? Like, sure, whatever. She was like, do you want to go? And she was like very disheartened of, she was like, especially you can imagine a Billie Eilish concert. She was like, you couldn't hear the music because everyone was screaming the entire time. Oh. Which, and she was like, I'm, I really? screamed at shows. But she arena? was like, it, it was at the, it was at the, um, it was at the forum. Oh, uh, and she was like, it's, I've screamed at shows, but it was, she was like, everyone was not, just screaming to be the loudest person, uh, not necessarily what she was saying or what she was doing, just screaming. And then the whole time the phones were out filming her. And then at one point she was like, I know you guys want to do this. And it's like, but if you want to put your phones away just for this, and she was like, people put away for maybe 30 seconds, brought it back out. It's such a disappointment. And I agree. It's such a disappointment. And I know that that's like the big thing of like, put your phones away and be in the moment. But what I will also say is when you are a pop sensation and you are selling out, uh, the Staples Center. You're still you're selling out the Los Angeles Forum for 150 bucks a seat. I do also think that when a 14 year old girl or a even a, a young adult spends 150 dollars on a concert ticket, unfortunately, like if they want to film it, like they probably want to film it yeah. because they feel special that they spent all of their money to go to this show. You know where people really don't probably film shit all that much at like weird underground, like like you're talking about like Tame yeah. Impala before Currents. I'm sure no one's filming their face at the concert. No. And that's that was kind of a tipping point for me. I was like, even like the last show I saw, when I, I saw the 1975 at the Forum, it was one of the best shows I've ever seen. But even that, it's like, I was like, I want to start seeing some wild show. I was like, they had a show that was very wild and it's like, it's very pop famous right now how wild their last concert was. But I was like, you know where people really are wild? Where people, there's not tons of money in it and like yeah. people just like, to their friends a guitar downstairs like get naked during the show because like they just feel like doing something crazy. I was like, I've got to just like stop complaining about people taking out their phones and maybe I just have to start embracing the art culture of the underground scene of like people who are really just making art to just do it. I, I also have a hypocrisy in it, which is that I don't know if you're like me, but I get annoyed with I'm not keep going people. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, when people take out their phones, but then I'm so happy to see videos of live concerts on the internet so I can see what's happening. Like you do I, like seeing videos of live. I with bands. I really like, don't like it. I don't not. I don't like seeing it as like enjoying watching. Oh I yeah, like yeah, it yeah. to see like, oh, that's what the weekend's live show looks like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's oh cool. Tame Impala premiered a new song. Here's what it sounds like on someone's phone. Yeah, like, yeah. I enjoy seeing that or like the diehard or like diehard fans will film a whole concert like in one position. Yeah. And honestly that's that can be a good thing when bands Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly it's I, a double edged sword. I am more if anything I am more upset that artists don't release live concert footage more. Yeah. Like I, I understand that they, that perhaps like they're worried it might look bad or it's not good. Yeah. yeah or they you don't can't want have control over the quality of the, Right. Work that's of yours or that's getting put out to the world. Maybe it'll keep people from seeing Harry Styles for 300 performances in Los yeah. Angeles. Literally, if you can just watch it online. 
But I don't know. Like, there's the other side, which is like Fish or like all these other bands that just put out every single live concert. Yeah, yeah. And and after it, a while, people will stop caring. Well, not stop caring, yeah. but but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. I don't know. Anyways. No, I, I agree. FedEx. No, FedEx. Let's <laughs> let's talk about FedEx. But no, you you, you gave a good opposition there. And even like you went at this concert the other day. You didn't film the show. You were at some live concert just going crazy, and you were like, "This is this is nuts." And I did see that, and I was like, "Well, now Kenny's out like at this like weird underground concert. It looks like he's having a blast. I want to go to a concert." I want to go oh, out with Kenny. Oh, yeah, I like, think I like filming little clips to because I do love looking back at them and being that's like, true. "That's this is fun." I don't like the like filming the the thing that confuses me is the filming of yourself during the concert. Yes, I don't. I've never done that. Uh, uh, yeah, wow! Like the camera looking at you. Yeah, I don't understand that. But hey, I guess if you spend all your all your money to do this thing, you maybe want to remember. Do whatever you want. I don't give a shit. But so FedEx, I really don't. <laughs> so let's ship ourselves over to the the topic of conversation today, FedEx. <laughs> so FedEx Corporation provides a board portfolio of transportation, e-commerce, business services under the FedEx brand. So it operates in the following FedEx uh, segments: FedEx Express, FedEx Ground, FedEx Freight. FedEx services and corporate and other uh, other eliminations. So pretty much, you know, they do ground transportation. One of their biggest things is their uh, their fleet of of airplanes and like kind of how they do that kind of transportation. Um, so the FedEx services segment provides sales, marketing, information technology, community uh, communications, customer service, technical support, billing and collections, the certain back office functions. The corporate and other elimination segments include the corporate headquarters. Uh, costs for executive offices, certain legal and finance functions, as well as certain other costs, credits, not attributes to the firm's core business. This company was founded by Frederick Wallace Smith on June 18th, 1971, is headquarters in Memphis, Tennessee, uh, and the listed name for FDX is FedEx Corporation. So <clears throat> it was actually kind of interesting listening to, uh, like doing a little bit of research on FedEx because there was UPS before FedEx, but Essentially, like when you think about mail carrying and all that, it's it's the government. It's it's USPS. I believe I believe UPS was there before FedEx. Um, but Frederick Smith, the CEO of FedEx, went Frederick Wallace Smith. Frederick Wallace Smith signed the he, Declaration of Independence. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just thank, sounds like a thank, guy. Thank you. <laughs> but he did not. No, uh, there no, was no, not no. a Frederick Wallace Smith as a founding father of time for As you know, this town is named after Frederick Wallace Smith. Fre Frederick Frederick the Wallace Declaration of Independence. Well, Frederick Wallace Smith did not sign the Declaration of Independence. But Ken, he did go to Yale. And when he was at Yale... He signed the Declaration of I'm no, a Ship no, This. No, no, no. <laughs> the Declaration of I'm, I'm a Ship This. I'm a Ship This. Yeah. <laughs> kind what? Of, kind of close. Come on. Give me a button to press. Oh, <laughs> give me, I'll give you a second to find a button to press. All right, fine. Signed the, de signed the Declaration of Indo I'm a Ship This. Oh, yeah, not so no. great. <laughs> get out of my head. What does that sound from? I don't know. We got to get rid <laughs> we of got, it. We got to do that. We have to get on top of this and change these damn sounds. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm never getting rid of that no. one. Um, but so when he was at Yale, he actually wrote a term paper. Um, oh, man, my fucking notes just went away. Um, when he was at Yale, he wrote a term paper um, it, with the thesis being like how ineffective uh, it is to use passenger routes for uh for um, what's the word I'm looking for? For like air freights, for yeah. for supplies and stuff like that. Like they shouldn't be taking a commercial airline like path or whatever and de delivering these kinds of things. So he ended up, uh, you know, buying out this very very small uh, small group of, of planes or whatever. This small company and kind of started out FedEx. So FedEx 
is is pretty interesting. So they they started their company. Uh, it took them about four or five years to get out of the red and get out of debt. Um, but you know, they started with these uh, specific airlines that they could ship these things out of Tennessee all over the country. It took them a little while to get started. In the eighty in the eighties, it had a compounding growth rate of forty percent wow. annually, like every year. For like four or five years. And in 1983, it made history, became the first company ever to make a billion dollars profit within its first 10 years of becoming a business. So, I mean, essentially like what, what they found, it was like, look, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's like anything. It's like, if this is run, if postal service or whatever, it's run by the government, there's obviously just going to be, it's public service. It's going to be a lot of inefficiencies, stuff like that, that you just kind of, you know, inefficiencies and like in little gaps and stuff like that, that just like, if you have a business that is being run for profit and people can make money and things like that, they can put a lot of effort into like streamlining this and making it work a lot faster, better, stronger, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, in, in short, I mean, FedEx started in the seventies and became a big fat company. Yeah. I mean, if your only option was the postal service, yeah, it would make and if, if I'm will, Hey, I'm willing to pay to get this there faster. Exactly. I, I've also heard that, you know, theoretically, right? Like, are we'd solve a lot of problems if all if pat in general all passenger transportation logistics were completely separate from shipping transportation logistics. Yes. And the number one place that that's most congested is the roads. Yes. Like even if, I have never until being in California seen so many trucks on the road. And yeah, it yeah, is yeah. like a crazy like when there are 10 trucks in front of you each in different lanes it's like oh my god everyone's yeah, like yeah, trying yeah. to weave between these massive things that could kill you going 50 miles an hour. Yeah. Amanda's dad messaged me one time on Instagram and he said me this video of a small like a honda civic driving behind a freight truck and then in front of a freight truck so it was between freight trucks and it was like showed what happens when there's a short stop from the freight truck and you stop and the truck behind you doesn't stop fast enough and how you just get crushed by in between these <laughs> trucks it was very graphic and i was like oh my god but now since that i always i'm like if i'm driving between two trucks i was like okay there's a scenario that can happen here which i have no control over that no. i just get squished <laughs> i told the man no. i was like so your dad your dad sent me this thing on instagram she was like the trucks and i was like yeah <laughs> Yeah, she was like, "Yeah, he sent me that too." But I was, it's, it's scary. Yeah, I never. And it's I, inefficient. It's, I stay it's, away from them. Yeah, and like that, it's, it's not as efficient like these, like uh, these trucks on these roads and all that. So FedEx really kind of pioneered um, using these flights and things like that, and and created a, a business that Amazon then ripped off, Walmart yeah. ripped off. Uh, they used this like technology and these patterns and whatnot to be able to like, you know, they kind of revolutionized that. And their big thing is. Um, the flying tiger line. I don't know if you know what that is. It no, was, I've never uh, heard of it. It was a, uh, it was a, uh, it was the first scheduled cargo airline uh, of the United States of, of cargo for like the cold war and shit like that. Oh. They had this giant fleet of, of, uh, of, of aircrafts that could, you know, carry cargo and things like that. But that was in the cold war. Uh, so they weren't really in use. So FedEx had give us those damn flights. So they bought, this giant fleet of cargo flights in 1988. And from that point on, it was like fucking off to the races. That's when, so that's when you get to the eighties, nineties where FedEx is like really bustling of like, they're just doing everything. Yeah. I mean, essentially they just fill cargo planes with stuff, with little boxes, right? Like they're just, do you know, in Castaway, the relevance of FedEx it's that he worked for FedEx, right? Yeah. It doesn't one of their planes go down. 
Do you think you're actually going to watch this movie? Yeah. I would love to watch this movie with you. If you I, yeah, no. I, 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 <laughs> I love this movie. I love uh, Tom Hanks. I recently watched I love uh, Philadelphia. First time? Yeah. <sighs> good movie. Heavy movie. Yeah, but it's good. Yeah. Like, he's great. So, yeah, I'd love to watch Castaway. So don't spoil it. We'll watch it. Um, I'm trying to think if this will spoil it, but. No, I don't. You can spoil anything. I don't care. No, it's it's not a big spoiler, but. But he does work for FedEx, and let's just say a couple of FedEx packages make its way to the island with him. Oh, one of them being Wilson. One of them being Wilson, and just some other other little things. Little it's nudie kinda, mags. Yeah, we got we got to stop that. Um, <laughs> nudie but, mags but, hey, and maybe, top Robin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nudie mags and top Robin. Um, but yeah, so I mean that's that's FedEx. It's it's honestly it's. It's a marquee. It's almost a character in the Castaway film, which also probably got gave them a lot of attention. Probably yeah. not. I don't know how. I don't that in the history of FedEx, they did not watch Benson Castaway. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, interesting company and like interesting that like when we were little kids, we got to kind of see the rise of FedEx. At least in my world, it was like I felt like I never really saw it, and then all of a sudden it was like everywhere. Uh, and I was just explaining it as like. Uh, it's just a better version of USPS. Well, you, you know well I'm looking at the differences between FedEx and UPS. Um, it looks like UPS is marginally uh, bigger. Yeah. Net income, roughly FedEx, $2 billion. UPS, roughly income, three point eight. But UPS has been around know? since 1901. Okay, yeah, I was going to say. Um, but yeah, so that's FedEx. Um, Ken, I have a couple other thoughts, but do you want to find out what happened when we put all of our money into FedEx for... Let's I, say one full week. Yeah, it I would was, love to. I'd love yeah. to. All right. It was All a little right. less than that. Keith, would you mind hitting the drums? Uh, Keith, by the way, is vegan for the month, too. What? Keith, what the fuck? He needs I'm to. the only one on the team that's not a vegan? Sorry. Uh, All right. Well, thank you, Keith, at least for hitting the drums. That's one thing you can do, right? Last week... Uh, we took all of our money from Verizon. We put $6,880.50 into FedEx. And this week, we lost $35.70. So not that... All right. It's not that bad. It is not that bad. It could be a lot worse. So it could definitely be a lot... All right. Okay, it could be a lot worse. We only lost $35.70. That's absolutely <laughs> nothing. A micro movement. So, Ken, uh, there's a lot of people who are excited about Amazon, but this is not why we lost money, but do you want to hear a little bit about why people would be like, yeah, you lost money in Amazon. Uh, you lost money in... I'm going to give a little spoilers away. Uh, do you want to hear why people would be like, yeah, you're probably going to lose money in FedEx? Yes. I love that. Um, I mean, let's name the elephant in the let's say in the elephant room. Amazon is rapidly building out its last Ooh. mile logistics capabilities. Yes, they are. Which raises the risk that it offers its capacities to shippers outside of its retail networks, uh, competing head to head with its incumbents. I mean, it, we just talked about it today of like how much we hate shipping costs. The, the the biggest thing for Amazon that sold me over is that like they bake it in they do the hundred dollars a year which i just signed up for in 2010 and i just have completely forgotten about it mm -hmm. apparently it charges me every year i i never really see it happen <laughs> oh, yeah, we have a <laughs> is uh, it an open house today there's a lot of like bodies moving past it. slightly tinted windows oh yeah and there's people chatting outside <laughs> there's so many people outside it feels like when you're like in elementary school and like there's the door and like all of a sudden like a bunch of like adults start walking by the door you're like what the hell is going on out there <laughs> the teacher's like okay okay like we don't need to look out there um but yeah so i mean elephant in the room it's uh, it's amazon found a way to elite to quote unquote eliminate 
your shipping costs. And mm-hmm. and while we pay $100 a year... I, I don't think they eliminated them. I think they just decided They just bake to, it into what the cost of the thing is, probably. Or they just decided to take it as a loss to drive all traffic to them. Well, oh, yeah. They, they just eat it, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, and also says Fe- FedEx is grappling with... Uh, labor market constraints as, as everybody is like, mm-hmm. it's, it's very hard to find people to work in these offices and to work, uh, in the factories or whatever, and getting all this stuff moved along. I also heard that Amazon used to have a deal with UPS, but then there was a point that came in negotiations where UPS found out that Amazon was building their own fleet. Yes. And UPS was like, wait, so why are you contracting with us? And they were, they were like, oh, well, because they're just using you until they build their own fleet to run you out of business. And so UPS ended the deal and was like, well, get fucked then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, then no. So yeah. UPS stopped delivering Amazon and stuff, I think. Mostly. Oh, really? Like, I mean, now whenever I get an Amazon package, it's from an Amazon van. Right. Yeah. Those weird, they make that. Those <laughs> Have you ever heard that? No. That's what those vans, the the Amazon vans have a backup noise that goes. No, I've never read that. You'll hear it now. It's Uh, out there. Oh, it's like the FedEx arrow. Like now that I know, I'll never not hear it. Yeah, it's a sound that I've always been. What the fuck is that? And it's Amazon vans. No, but I mean, yeah, and they're and they're building their own planes too, or they're they're buying planes. They bought a bunch. They bought a ton of planes. Uh, They have to be like broken up at a certain point, right? Like they're like they're like Rockefeller. If uh, If anybody would get away with it, I feel like it'd be them. But even but even Bezos is like, get me out of there. What do you? How much you know about the new CEO of Amazon? Nothing. Should we invest in Amazon again? Yeah. With a smart person who sure. can do, do the research for us. I'm uh, smart. Toilet, you're the, you're, toilet smart. <laughs> yeah, stop. <laughs> you're the re- you're yeah, you're the resident smart person because you have the business degree and and, and I'm bo- I'm below you, therefore we're in big fucking trouble. Do you know what they call the guy at the bottom of his med class? What? Doctor. <laughs> I do not get it. The guy, even the if you graduate from medical school, even if you have the lowest GPA, if you oh. graduate, <laughs> you're still doctor. That's very funny, doctor. Um, but yeah, so I mean, FedEx is being pushed to raise the uh, raise the salaries of people that they're employing. Uh, it's hard to even get people employed, uh, so they're losing money there. Amazon is is aggressively creeping in, and people are like. Is there going to be, is there going to be in the long term, is there going to be room for a FedEx or is Am? are we just, because what if Amazon starts doing like delivering yeah. your mail or what? I mean, like, so then Amazon though would have to have shipment centers where you could bring stuff to be shipped and you would use their logistics, right? Like, is Amazon now only delivering I mean, stuff? Oh, they're at my house every other day anyway. Right. But just like, grab my mail next time. As of now, they only deliver what you buy from them that you can't go to. I don't know. Can you go to an Amazon? Have you been to one of those Amazon, Amazon return centers? Uh, rich, like the five star store. No, the place where like you, if you bought something on Amazon, oh, you want to return it. You, you, you they have one a- at the whole foods near my house. Yeah. They're like, you can just bring your packages to the whole foods. By the way, we own own foods. And it's like, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I've been to the Amazon style store. Have you done that? No, I've been to the five star store. Five star store and the style store are totally different. We got to go to the movies. Okay. We got to go to the style store. I low key kind of had fun at the style store, but I don't want to promote that because it's, I don't want to take away from those mom and pop shops. I am sure. I am positive that this is not a good thing. It's absolutely not. But Target's current oh. line of basics for men. Goodfellow, Goodfellow clothing. Are fucking awesome. Yeah, we love Goodfellow. <laughs> it's great. It's awesome. Well, affordable, comfortable, fits well. Amazon style is a bit different. It's not quite basics. 
What 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 do you what what got you so hyped about the Amazon style store? It's just like I don't want to like talk too positive about it. It's just kind of yeah, well, cool. You yeah. go in and I went and I was like, oh, this is a cool shirt. And I took it off the hanger and they were like, oh, oh, sir, you don't take that off. And I was like, huh? And they were like, scan the code, like scan the barcode and then scan the code of all the stuff you want. And then when you then press a button, when you want to go to a, a fitting room, we'll be notified. We'll take you to a fitting room and all the clothes will be there waiting for you there. And I was like, what? I was like, well, okay. And they were like, and don't forget, if you don't like it in the store, it'll save in your cart. So if you go home and you think you really wish you had that, just press a button, we'll mail it to your house. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is fucking crazy. Convenient. There is a lot of convenience in so complete much convenience. dictatorships, huh? There is. <laughs> I mean, the, their, their goal is to just get us as fucking lazy as, as humanly possible. And then they can probably start like pushing back and being making us do stuff. I said dictatorship. I meant monopoly. It's the same thing. Amazon is a goddamn dictatorship. <laughs> um, so it's, that's weird. It's like, should I start supporting FedEx? No, so that it's no, like, no, no, they're, no, they're, no, they're no better. I wonder, I do wonder, I mean, is FedEx just B2B more than B2C? I feel like it's got to be a lot more B2B, business to business, right? as opposed to B2C, business to consumer. Because as a consumer, I almost never go to FedEx. I'll go no. to UPS. Yeah, like, I, yeah, you, you can. Like, you go to, like, the, uh, the uh, like, Office Depot, and it might have, like, FedEx on the door. And it's like, we have a little corner of FedEx. or like A FedEx Kinko. A FedEx Kinko. Or, yeah, there's a FedEx at, like, a CVS near my house. And it's like, you can go there and, oh. and do this. But, yeah, at the end of the day... They're not concerned about me spending $6 to mail my Apple Watch once. They want a business that's like, yeah. mail these like mm -hmm. synthesizers, ma mail these 500 synthesizers every two days to this company. We'll, right. you know, we'll, we'll spend four or five grand on shipping every day. Like that's a good customer for them. I also heard it can be helpful to use ShipStation with promo code PaperJam Podcast. Uh, <laughs> Just ship, kidding. Not ship, a thing. Not a thing. Have what you, is ShipStation? I don't know. It's all those things like... Uh, 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 stamps.com if we start station. advertising manscaped will they just start fucking paying us do you think probably not but <laughs> are your balls nasty <laughs> do you have disgusting balls when you take your pants off to go when you take your pants off to sit down the toilet does us do you go pay you <laughs> yeah manscaped but no that's why we just say no to all these thousands and thousands of ad offers that pour into us and we just say uh, no we, we want to keep it for the people we do want to do a first. patreon ad in the middle at some point but that's that's a pipe dream aside from that we're doing it well so that was fedex ken i i think our i think our homework is that you got to watch castaway and you got to give I me will. a ring we got to give me a ring when you do it's, a, it's okay. an emotional tale it's pretty great um but guys that was our show um uh, more people, I know I said it last week, but Ken, more people have started giving us five stars on Spotify wow. to the point where it actually shows people giving us five stars. That's amazing. You know, there was a while Thank they you, were everyone. like, we'll show you how many five stars you have when you actually have enough people doing it. You now can see it. So if you guys are those people who are like, oh, I gave them five stars on Spotify, it's like not that big a deal. It actually is a big deal. Because more you. people are now doing it. Now people can look at the show and see like, oh, people actually rate the show. They actually enjoy the show. And it makes me very happy. And it makes it makes our show even better. So thank you guys so much for doing that. Ken, anything you want to add before we wrap things up? Hey, if you're in Los Angeles, oh, on January yeah. 25th, Mike and I are doing a show called Mr. Cookie's Sweet Little Vocal <laughs> Recital. It's an improvised vocal recital. If you've ever been to one of those things, uh, come see a funny version of it. It'll be the Broadwater Studio. Check it out uh, on my Instagram at KennyGray3 for more info. Um, besides that, yeah, nothing really. Love it. Well, guys, I love you so much. Thanks so much for tuning in. We can't wait to see you next week. Bye! Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Paper Jam Podcast. New episodes come out every Thursday. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at the Paper Jam Pod or shoot us an email at thepaperjampod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you like what you hear, check out our Patreon where Mike and I post bonus episodes, videos, and other sweet, sweet content for you to enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Music for Audio.